Today is Friday, January 14th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. It's a Friday, so let's start with some relatively good news on the Omicron front. In the northeastern U.S., specifically New York, New Jersey, and Maryland, the number of cases has flattened over the past few days, which suggests that Omicron may be peaking in the region. Also in Boston, the amount of COVID virus detected in wastewater, which has often been a leading indicator of case trends in the past, has decreased by about 40% since its peak right after January 1st. Also amidst these stats, yesterday, President Biden announced that the government will double the number of rapid tests available to Americans from 500 million to 1 billion. He also said that N95 masks would be distributed free to Americans and over a thousand military personnel will be dispatched next week across the country to help overwhelm medical facilities, ease staff shortages. Wow, free and widely available government resources to switchly end the pandemic. What a concept. Speaking of things that may have been helpful a while ago, yesterday, the House of Representatives passed the Freedom to Vote John R. Lewis Act and sent it to the Senate for immediate debate. Apparently, the Democrats engaged in some unique maneuvering by combining the two separate voting bills already passed by the House, the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, and joined them in an unrelated bill about NASA, which will allow the Senate to bring the bill directly to the floor and avoid the first filibuster on whether to even bring the bill to the floor. Though they, of course, can't avoid the filibuster that will determine if the measure passes the Senate. I should call out that not a single Republican in the House voted for the bill, including democracy figurehead Liz Cheney. And yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm using the term democracy figurehead quite loosely. And while we're on the subject of democracy crumbling to pieces, the Republican National Committee is currently preparing to change their rules so that they will require any Republican presidential candidate to pledge not to participate in any debates that are conducted by the Commission on Presidential Debates. That commission was founded in 1987 by both parties and describes itself as nonpartisan, and they have run every presidential debate since. However, Republicans have complained for years that the debate process favors the Democrats. Still no word, though, on what they plan to substitute the debates with, perhaps an appearance at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. More on the democracy beat. On Wednesday, the House January 6th committee asked House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to testify voluntarily, and it appears that he told them in the words of Logan Roy to fuck off. The committee specifically wants to learn more about McCarthy's communications with Trump on January 6th. And who doesn't? I don't know. I guess they'll just have to send him one of those highly enforceable subpoenas. For our last democracy-related story today, the city of Nashville, which typically votes blue, has been split up into three conservative-leaning congressional districts, according to a map released Wednesday by Republican lawmakers in Tennessee. Nashville has had Democratic representatives for decades, though it seems like that is about to change once this new map gets approved, which is likely. Taylor Swift, please come collect your state reps. According to new data released yesterday, more than 1 million fewer students enrolled in college now than before the pandemic. U.S. colleges and universities saw a drop of nearly 500,000 undergraduate students in the fall of 2021, which represents the largest two-year decrease in more than 50 years. Perhaps Gen Z saw a TikTok about the absurd cost of student loans. Also, you can land a salary barely over the abysmal minimum wage. More new data, this time about the climate. Always a good sign. The data shows that 2021 was the sixth warmest year on record and that the global shifts in temperature are apparent from the unprecedented and deadly extreme weather events. 
Yeah, I don't know, but seeing nearly all of California on fire last year definitely made it apparent to me, even without the data. So I guess it's good news that the Energy Department announced yesterday that they'll be creating and launching a clean energy core and plans to hire a thousand additional workers focused on climate change and clean energy. The core will pursue projects aimed at accelerating the deployment of clean energy and cutting planet warming emissions. I mean, a thousand people are going to fix all of climate change. And I thought my week was stressful. Now we need to do a quickie Russia update. As we discussed earlier in the week, there were talks between the U.S. and Russia in Europe this week. And yesterday, the Russian delegation made it clear that they are unafraid to deploy their military to Cuba and Venezuela if tensions between the two countries continue to mount. Because you know it would go really great with our current apocalyptic vibe, Cuban Missile Crisis, the sequel. And lastly, yesterday, Queen Elizabeth announced that Prince Andrew will officially be stripped of his military titles and charities after a judge ruled earlier this week that the sexual abuse lawsuit against him could proceed. Mm, Now that we have the royal consequences, let's do the legal ones. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you enjoy getting your news in very short snippets with some added commentary, you can help us grow the show by rating and reviewing on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and sharing the podcast with your friends, of course. As always, if you want to know more about any of these headlines, links to sources are in the show notes. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.